Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world on HBO Pay-Per-View. Ladies and gentlemen, from Mandalay Bay, Las Vegas, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Hello sports fans and thank you for listening to the TTM Sports Show. The sports podcast that's by the fans, for the fans. Where you can guarantee explosive debate, trending topics, big interviews and guests, and regular uploads. Proudly sponsored by Prestige Paving and Patios and Anstis Grounds and Gardens. So strap yourself in for the latest episode of the TTM Sports Show. Hello and welcome to episode number 73 of the TTM Sports Show. My name is James. Uh, My name is James. And together we are TTM Sports. It's the fan-friendly sports show for your lovely audio pleasure. And tonight we are joined by none other than Nick, a.k.a. Mr. Drone. How are you doing, my friend? I'm very good. Thank you, James and James. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, Really glad to be on. Thank you very much for the invitation. Oh no 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 worries whatsoever. Now obviously I'm in in the uh, the pre-interview we were we were talking beforehand and I was just simply talking about uh, how I follow you on YouTube and what you've done is brought something that really you have to be a proper football nerd, purist, nostalgic to really appreciate which is at the moment Liverpool Football Club, um close to my heart are building a new stand and that stand is the Anfield Road expansion and i've talked about james with this for well over a year and a half even before we started i've I've heard about it all the time all over here is how anfield is getting this and that Um, when we went there that i just remember that off the back it was either off the back of the anfield road or off the back of the cop but the steps were like ruins they was like rubble and you were like oh yeah well yeah it's because we're getting the new anfield road end done and all this but yeah i just remember absolutely and it was only about what that was uh under a year ago and just remember how rubbish the steps were 
Exactly, but now that's that's all sorted. And where Mr. Drone comes in is each week you take a trip down to down to Anfield. You walk across Stanley Park. You go to Anfield and you do something spectacular. And also at Everton's new ground as well, which no doubt you, you'll talk about being an Everton fan. But uh, can you tell our viewers exactly what Mr. Drone does? Yeah, yeah, sure. Thanks, guys. Yes. Yeah, so um, just to give you just a, a little bit of of what. How I got into it. So about about two years ago or so, um, I just literally seen one of my friends took his drone up in the air, um, a place local to us called New Brighton. Um, he said, I've got the drone in the car. Let me show you it. He took it up and I was sold within minutes. I was like, I've got to get one of those. So I've literally, that was two years ago. And I went from that. Um, didn't think at all that I'd be getting into uh, making any kind of YouTube videos or anything at that time. So what I did, I started just doing... Um, just, just some shots of local areas in local, you know, there's there's loads of castles in that in North Wales, not too far from me. So I started doing that and I thought my my computer, my laptop didn't have much space. So I thought I'd use YouTube literally just as a platform to save my videos. So I've got yeah, to yeah. look at. And that was like all a Dropbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did that. Um and I started getting a few views, local or all local. And I thought, it just dawned on me then, I thought, hang on, people are starting to like this. And back then it was literally, you know, 30, 40, 50 views. And I was over the moon with it. Um, so I kept doing a little bit more of that and, and done a bit of, um, I learned a bit more how to fly a drone better. Because, you know, when I look back at my earlier videos now, um, mm. I, like you said in our, in our, in our pre-talk earlier, you know, how, how you guys felt you must have sounded in your earlier interviews. Yeah. My very early drone videos, I look at it and I'm like, God, why the hell do people watch that? You know, um, real juttery movements that. But I learned a lot more and then um, done a bit more of that. And then it was actually one of my friends said to me, why don't you take a look at Bramley Mordock? Um, you know, before it was before. So Everton took over the ground on the 26th of July last year, 2021, I believe it was. So shortly before that, I went down and took a video and I thought I'll take a before and after. I took that video and put it up and I think it got, got a few thousand views. Um, and I thought there's something in this because um, it, it was well more than I usually got with, with the likes of the scenery stuff I did. So I don't know when we took over the ground and then carried on doing it. And it was monthly at first and I started approaching like the 10,000 views mark. So then that moved over for this is just, you know, this fantastic, not, a, not where I thought I'd be going with it. Um, so I just thought I'll start having a look at Anfield as well, because obviously they were developing their, their stadium. And again, the views grew and grew, um, which turned into then literally me starting to cover a lot of, you know, I do, I've done other football grounds as well, but it's mainly the Bramley Mordock and, and Anfield stadiums that I do, because obviously they're being developed and they get the most views because I think a lot of my subscribers are local to us. So, so yeah, it just I um I've now got into weekly Bramley Mordock and Anfield. I like you said, I, I pop over there, um, get the drone up in the air, take a short video before and after of what I what I think we might be seeing, what pro progress we might be seeing. Get the drone up, have a look, and kind of try and point a few things out to to the people watching. And um, as you said earlier as well, James, it's it's the real. I think football fans are fantastic in my opinion. I'm a football fan, and football fans are great because the passion. For the club, you know, I I could spend, I could go and spend quite a lot of time shooting uh, a local castle, manor, something like that. 
getting it really cinematic. And then, you know, you pop over to Bramley Moor Dock or the Anfield Stadium, which is, it's a building site. Yeah, it gets, one of my Liverpool ones got about 67,000 views because it's just, you know, the Liverpool fans and and football fans are just so passionate about their their clubs and about football in general. They're really interested in it and, you know, the amount of nice comments they're going to get. So, yeah, it's just, it's just grown and grown into that, which, you know, like I say, it wasn't, wasn't something I planned when I bought the drone, but I'm uh, really pleased it's gone that way. No, absolutely. I mean, from from me personally, as I said, I, I tune in every week. I, I think it's one for the real football nostalgic. And I think if there, if you if you had any, I don't know, Burnley fans or Wolves fans are, are, are what listening to the show, and, and you had a, a new stand being built there. It's just interesting. And, and what piqued my interest in it, first of all, was obviously it's not just about the fact that you send a drone up. It's also you as well, because the way you're you're walking and and talking and just being the way you are. It's actually quite refreshing that you're just being yourself. There isn't a, a put-on act or anything like you're just having. It's literally a guy with a drone. And don't get me wrong, it's good good quality as well. It's not you know any like you said the first video you put up, you look back and you go, oh Christ! If you would have honestly, I mean now we, when we record, it's we're very comfortable. When we very very first started doing podcasting, it would take around seven to eight hours to edit it. I can edit it now in 10 minutes and, and it will be better and all around the world. But yeah. the the reality is, um, you, you mentioned that you're a, a big football fan, um, obviously from, from the Liverpool area and you're an Everton fan. Um, what are your what are your views on this new stadium relocation for the Toffees? I think it's personally, I think it's fantastic. I think it's something we've desperately needed. I know there, there may be, you know, the... The fans, which there will always be, there will always be fans that, that don't agree in ones that are right behind it. Um, for Everton, Goodison Park has been a fantastic home for us. I love going there now. You know, I I'm not a season ticket holder, but I've been to I think I've been to every home game this season um, up to now. Um, but it is dated. It is dated. You know, when you're in, like like James said before about Anfield with with the steps and and stuff like that, which sticks in his mind. What sticks in everyone's mind when you go to Goodison is the pillars. You know, every time you go yeah. on the Archibald ticket. Leach, um, the man he was sorry to cut you up, I'll bring you back yeah. in. Archibald Leach, he's the man who designed uh, the main yeah. the main stands there, and he also did uh, Rangers as well. But sorry. Yeah, and is, is Rangers is Rangers like that? Is is their stadium the same with the Yeah, so Rangers, they've three three stands have been done up really nice in the late nineties uh, to early noughties. I'm a regular been to Rangers a lot of times. Our family tend to side with the the, the blue half of Glasgow, as it were. But yeah. uh, there's a lot of similarities between Everton and Rangers, and I know right. the clubs are aligned as well. But the, yeah. the Archibald Leach stand, what Rangers did, were very clever. Is they actually built around the back of it and over the top of it, so the old stand is sort of encased into the fabric. Oh, yeah. of the new stand if you google that it's it's really good mm-hmm. really really good watch but uh, okay. of course uh, yeah back back to yourself so obviously the, the pillars at everton yeah. were a bit frustrating yeah, so i think i think that's what that's what you remember and then we get we get the stick from the the other side of the park you know from the liverpool half it's called wooderson um as in a wooden stadium um <laughs> and yeah it's it's just it is just a, a dated stadium it's been a fantastic stadium it's great, you know, the Leeds game the other day in, in um, Brentford, um, Brentford in the Cup, you know, Lampard's first game. The atmosphere we can create there is outstanding. I think we can create an atmosphere at Bramley Moor Dock. Um, it's a great location, right on the right on the docks. It's not too far from 
from Liverpool Town Centre at all. It would take you, it would probably take you 15 minute walk um, okay. along the docks as well. So it's a nice, it's quite a nice walk. Um, yeah, personally for me, I, I think it's a great move. I think it's one that we desperately needed and it's... it's- With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's going to be a great move. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, I'm a Tottenham fan, uh, Nick. Um, so, obviously, I've just been through this. Yeah. Um... No, all I would say on, on, on new stadiums, new stadiums are great. Um, you know, move with the times, everything, everything else like that. Um, you know, bring football into the modern world. You know, now, now Guns N' Roses can play at Tottenham, whereas before they couldn't. You yeah. know, and now we can yeah. have the NFL there, whereas before yeah. you couldn't. And, then, and the extra revenue and everything else like that. I saw the other day £9.50 for uh, fish and chips, no, £12.50 for fish and chips at uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Yeah, okay. You know? And all I would say with these new stadiums is be careful what you wish for, because mm-hmm. it with with a new stadium and, and Tottenham are finding it now. The expectation raised, the pressure is raised. It's the it's the 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 end of every conversation about Tottenham is yeah, but you've got the stadium. It's a stick to beat you with. It can be, and it just it just changes the dynamic and the atmosphere around around them and the feeding towards the club. Um, if I had my hand on my heart, I would rather Tottenham stay at White Hart Lane. Right. Okay. Um, the, which you, I mean, obviously they are still there, but I would rather they kept the old White Hart Lane because unfortunately, over time, these old football stadiums are going to die out and, mm-hmm. the, and and it's not going to be the same. Like, um, you know, because it's wherever it's going to be a brand new all purpose, all singing, all dancing stadium. But um, I don't know, maybe I'm football. It could work uh, in football, two ways, James. Football, um, you know, nostalgia, nostalgist. Yeah. I think it could work in two ways. If you look at the, I mean, Tottenham are a different club to Everton. Everton historically, uh, you know, never been relegated from the top the top flight of English football. When that stadium at Goodison Park was built, it was built as an all-purpose football stadium because let's not forget they started across Stanley Park at Anfield. So obviously yeah. it, it's worked for them in the past, and I think the the fact that Tottenham are in London has a, has a lot to do with it as well. And I also feel that the Everton, without being disrespectful to Everton fans, as a Liverpool fan I am, I think they're 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 starting from let's say a lower echelon to where Tottenham were when they got their new ground. If that makes sense, yeah. so the expectation at historically Everton maybe won't not be but as high. The current, uh, yeah. yeah, the current. However, team. but then so like, but then 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 you say that though, so. Um, okay, we've got this new stadium. Mm. Everybody knows Everton has spent money in the transfer market. Where, where, mm. Where's the team to match? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, what, what are your thoughts, Nick? On, on, you know, I mean, Everton have spent. Uh, the, the new owner came in. Obviously, Ken Wright. I, I think Ken Wright's still involved somewhere around the, uh, the around the, chairman, the club. Ken Wright will always be involved. Um, yeah. right. Unfortunately, for for a lot of Evertonians, 
Mm. Um, my view, my view on on Ken Wright is, do you know what? It, my view changes often with Ken Wright. Um, I think recently he's he's been necessary, um, to be honest. Because my thoughts on the on the new owner is that do you know what? He's injected a lot of funds. Yeah, yes. I don't think our new stadium would be would be going a, ahead without him. Um, you know that we have we bought players. Um, I think we've overspent on a lot of players. Um, on, on most of them. Uh, you look at, I mean, the obvious, the obvious is Gilfie Sigurdsson. And, you know, well, right. yeah. well, yeah. Nobody even knows where he is nowadays. I don't know where he is. I don't know where he is. And same with Iwobi, for instance, and the wages for Walcott. I mean, you can, Yeri Mina. I mean, what I think is with this new owner... Moyes Keane's the one for well, me. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Keane. But James, from the outside looking in, and, and Nick, from, from the outside looking in, this new owner for me, gone are the days under Ken Wright when, you know, you had Moyes in charge, you'd be lucky if you spent 15 to 25 million pound max on, yeah. on a player. Yeah. This guy isn't afraid to put his hand in his pocket, but I think he's had his fingers burned by people right underneath him that are actually really, you know, spending the money. He's given them the money, oh, and yes, the people yes. underneath him are yes. are not doing the job. So, yeah. in terms of an owner, actually, I I feel sorry for for Mashiri because I think right. he's actually a little you, bit, you know. a little bit. But but what the what the word is in and around Everton mm. um, and people that are close to the club is that a lot of the of the club running recently has actually been done by Mashiri in that he's oh, okay. been getting involved a lot. Whereas and that's why I said I believe Ken Wright's probably been quite necessary at the moment because I think Ken Wright's possibly the one at that level that understands the club. Whatever anybody thinks of him, um he, he does understand the, he knows the club. And I think I think he's been necessary to try and be a person that's that's you know stopped some of the things that are happening. Um, you know, the club running, football club running, should not be done by an owner because he's a billionaire. Um, you know, it should be done by people that understand football and understand the Premier League. Um, Agreed. In particular, um, you know, I, I think the the Rafa Benitez appointment shouldn't have happened. I was I was a fan that when it did happen. I'll I'll say right. Rafa Benitez is a good football coach. If we all get behind him, it could work. But there was always going to be a massive contingent of fans that would never get behind him. Never. I think there's probably also players as well that that were not interested to play for him for Everton. Um, and that was we were on a hide and to nothing with him. Um, so and I think that's the sort of thing that that. Possibly, you know, again, I don't know it's for a fact, but the word is that that's the sort of thing that the owner had, you know, a lot of kind of input in yeah. setting that setting that up. Whereas, you know, like I say, it should be down to the people that know football to run a football club. Appoint the right people and you'll do well. I think the latest appointment is a good one. Um, personally, I think we, I think that could be, I don't want to get ahead of myself. And I think as Evertonians, we generally don't, get ahead of ourselves um like you guys said before with um where we are compared to where Tottenham were when Tottenham got their new stadium I think Evertonians are quite quite a realistic bunch um in general in that we go out hoping to win every game realistically we know we're not going to you know mm. and I think that probably makes it easier for us to accept you know when we do get yeah, yeah. when we do get beat um you know it doesn't seem to Hangover as much like I think I know some Liverpool fans, for example, if you were to to go out in in you know some of the um, 
freak the freaks like like you guys get like the the Villa seven suit for example as as a as a mad one but yeah but that would hang on on Liverpool fans for weeks. You know, whereas it still Everton, does great me, Nick. It still does great me. I don't know why. I know yeah, in, in my yeah. heart of hearts, I know that it's just one of those results that happens. However, you'll yeah. still get fans that say Van Dyke, what the the man that let in seven at Villa, he can't be the best. And and yeah. it, it, it works both ways, doesn't it? Absolutely exactly. right. Liverpool and... fans are easier to trigger, though, aren't they? Oh yeah. Well, oh, you yeah. know yeah, that that's absolutely fine, and that's the price you pay for for obviously being hyper successful. But enough <laughs> for that; it, it is what it is. But the one thing you will never take away from Liverpool and Everton is underneath the harsh banter is actually a deep lion respect, and you and, that, yeah. and that's that's just a fact. It really is, and that's something you don't get uh, with, uh, with Arsenal and Tottenham. I don't think there is any respect at all, James. I got one, Nick. Um... You say about Benitez, he was on hiding to nothing. What if when Benitez got sacked, uh, uh, Gerard was still at Rangers, and you and you whipped Gerard out of Rangers? Would you have had that? As a, as instead said, of Lampard, uh, not instead of Lampard. No, no, um, not You'd have Lampard because, over Gerard. Then, well, it, the the reason being because after what had happened with Benitez, I'd have been too afraid that we'd have just been repeating that exact same yeah. thing dividing the fans is the worst thing you can do you know um so but if let's say the benitez thing hadn't happened i would have taken i think i'd have taken he's, he's an everton fan he gerard that's jamie carragher but uh no i actually don't you think know. um actually it was carragher that was the fan was it? i don't think gerard was that was a um no, it it's a great carragher. one but i think is his mates, as as young as they were, played played the trick there, didn't they? Got a photo of him within a Everton they shirt did. on, and they did. Waited till but, later um, in life to share it with everyone, which is well, absolutely. I mean, then he was he was it was Gerard versus Lampard through the playing career, and now yeah. it, now it seems to be the coaching career. My personal opinion is, I think it's a good appointment for now. Um, I, I don't think he's the man that's going to take Everton to the Champions League and the and the, and the top top top. We know that the size of the club and the support and the infrastructure being built at Everton will give them the platform to at least be on a par with your Tottenham's I'd say absolutely no no doubt about it they're one of the biggest clubs in the if Everton had the right investment and were run properly uh, from top to bottom yeah, great they manager they the could right, they could the, be the up there the investment's been but, huge but run yeah. properly and, and yeah, that's yeah, the that's, key that's the main thing if, yeah. if we get the right team in there if they, if they appoint the right people I do yeah. think we can grow and grow and grow get our identity back get back up there and start challenging again I agree. Um, I agree. I um, personally think Lampard's the right person for the job right now. He's definitely, you know, it's very early, isn't it? We've had yeah. three games. Um, he's won two at home um, comfortably. Um, the crowd were right behind. You know, as soon as that changed, that management management changed. The crowd were right behind them. Um, right behind them. I will say that the atmosphere was was great. Best atmosphere we've had all season, easily. He was the fans' choice, wasn't he? Lampard yeah, he from day one. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that instant back on side. Yeah, and that made it easier, I think, for him, um, the club in general, because you know, as soon as once they appointed him, because there was, it was a, it was between him and that, um, what was that guy, that Pereira, who'd recently been sacked by Fenerbahce. Um, yeah, ex Porto, wasn't he? Oh, you know. Yeah, that, you don't need him. Yeah, you know, if, that would, if that would have happened, there would have been uproar. Uh, that would have been Marco Silva times two, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, really, it would it would have been really bad. So, I think yeah, like you say, it was the fans' choice, so that helped. 
Um, and it's been it's been great. You know, the atmosphere at home has been great. I think. But, um, yeah. Sorry, no, you finish and no, then I'll, say, I'll but, wrap it up. But we still went away and got beat at Newcastle. I think we caught Newcastle on the on a. They were on a really good day because they just, you know, just had made their signings and they had their superstar, didn't they? That they were they were ready to come on. And I think we caught them on a bad day. But you had injuries early on as well, and you had to re- reshape the team that was for tough, yeah. twice in the first half. Yeah, I, I agree. Now, now, Nick, obviously, um... it's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. As far as we're concerned, the fact that you've taken the time to come onto the onto the podcast means a lot to us. And and obviously, as it's gone on, it's gone really into it's what the TTM Sports Show is. It's by the fans for the fans. And obviously, we have highly debatable, fiery situations and uh, massive polarizing views from every club and every walk of life. Um, can you tell our viewers just obviously uh, what what your plans are going forward? Um, you know, as as these builds go on, and then really where to find you on youtube yeah yeah so my youtube uh, tag is mr drone uk and that's mr m-i-s-t-e-r um mr drone uk so as it goes on i will be <laughs> i say i will be i i kind of have to to go and do bramley Doc and anfield every week now because when it comes to the beginning of the week i start getting messages on instagram youtube twitter by fans saying, are you getting to Bramley Moor this week? It's It was really tough this week because we've got storms up in the northwest. Mm. don't know what the weather's like down there. So I literally, earlier on, I had to, we had a window of about two hours where the wind had dropped to 20 mile an hour gusts. So I had to get out. I had to do both Bramley Moor and Anfield. Um, and while I was there, I got a message of somebody saying, are you getting to Bramley Moor dock this week? Um, so, do you know what? The, the fans and support has been absolutely fantastic. It really has. And the messages of appreciation I get are, are great. I get a lot of information off fans. You know, somebody, yeah, you're like this, James, a, a Liverpool fan, um, sent me a, a message on Instagram before. He was coming back up the M6 and he took a photograph of a load of steelworks coming north on a couple of couple of trucks. And he said, he said to me, I think these are on their way to Anfield. So give me a shout if they get there next week. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, so, so the plan is getting back to your question. The, the plan is I have to keep doing that each week. Yeah, I will be putting together time lapses every few months to just show the difference, um, you know, over a quick time lapse over a period of time. My plan is to get round to every football stadium, at least in the Premier League and keep getting some more more builds. There's also um, a lot of different construction works in and around Liverpool um, as well that people just seem to like. People are sending me messages. We've got, for example, there's um, a new Isle of Man ferry terminal that's being built and people actually message me asking me if I'll go and take a look at that. We've got a really big um, Littlewoods building. Remember the Littlewoods pools? Um, yeah. Really big building off, off Edge Lane that's being developed into the UK's largest TV and film studios. So again, I get suggestions, people saying, will you go and cover that for us? So, you know what, I've got, I've actually turned into the point where I've got a lot on. I've got a lot on. So, um, if you watch the channel, you'll see every Everton game I go to. I also, I take me camera with me and do a little vlog of the the Everton game and people seem to enjoy that too. So, yeah. 
Well, hopefully then, hopefully, with the amount of views that you're getting, it won't be too long before YouTube turns around and says, okay, well, let's monetize this guy and actually get out there and start earning from it. And, and that, that, you know, fair play oh, to you. That's, and... that's, uh, that's done. It's all, the channel's monetized already. Good, man. But, yeah, we're, yeah, we're we're about 10 years away from that. I mean, our our channel is. We do hold a world record, though, Nick, that, that does deserve to be heard. We, we visited last season every single Premier League ground in a world record time. Uh, we did that. It took, uh, how long did it take, James? 24 hours? It was um... 21 hours and yeah. 7 minutes. That's the record. So That's it amazing. was, uh, That's that video is on YouTube. Did you that down? How, long, how long did you do it in? 21? 21 hours and 7 minutes. I'm going to try and beat that. You can try. You can try. You can try. You can try. That, you it's won't. hard. It's it's very, very hard. 20, we beat... Right. Yeah. That's... That... I'm not. I'm not lying to you. That is 21 hours and seven minutes. Did you say? That's correct. Yeah. That's unbelievably impressively quick. So uh, yeah, but bear in mind we didn't have Norwich. Now you know if you want to yeah. take that ah, challenge on, Norwich. right? Yeah. If you want to have that 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 challenge, and and look, you heard it first, listeners, on the podcast. Nick and Mr. Drone has laid down the challenge of of beating that record, and that's why we do records, and that's why and, they're and there. Deep, deep down, really, we want somebody to beat it, so we've got to go and beat it again. Exactly. Because right. ever since we did it, we've 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 been itching, kind of itchy feet to do it again exactly but um look nick and um, mr drone we thank you so much um an important part of your videos is the shout outs we're very hopeful that the, the ttm sports show could potentially get a shout out on your channel um i, I really look forward to your latest installment and videos we will leave a full link in our bio on on the tweets that we put out reference this podcast and and also on the spotify description of our of our audio as well we'll, we'll leave a description to your youtube channel out of respect um for us we thank you ever so much for popping on to the ttm sports show um and james that's that's pretty much it from me and that's it for me Okay, lovely boys, lovely. Thank you very much. I, I very much appreciate the invite and coming on. And you will definitely uh, be getting a shout out on uh, on my Anfield videos. More than one, guys. More than one. Good Top man. man. Thank you, and, Nick. And we'll see you all again very, very soon. Hello, sports fans, and thank you for listening to the TTM Sports Show, the sports podcast that's by the fans for the fans, where you can guarantee explosive debate. Trending topics, big interviews and guests, and regular uploads. Proudly sponsored by Prestige Paving and Patios and Anstis Grounds and Gardens. So strap yourself in for the latest episode of the TTM Sports Show. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.